What's up, everybody, and welcome back. This is your host, Kyle Peeler, joined by BP and Zach Monticelli. You are listening to The Fantasy Film Room. What's up, everybody? Dakota, we are sorry for future listeners. Viewer discretion advised. Um, we, we go after it, man. We got a lot of heat from the last episode. Yeah, we feel for you, man, and we, we are sorry. But this is a podcast. We don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Please don't take it to heart. So today's episode, we got our favorite segment, Give Me the Heat. Woo-hoo. Zach's going to break down some fantasy news here after the intro. And then we have a new segment called Ask the Champ, and we are joined by last year's league champion, Mr. Himself. Our first guest. How about that? I'm excited. I think he's going to just absolutely roast our teams. But yeah. That's fair. I think he earned that right by winning the championship. Zach, we didn't even get a proper introduction. How about that? That's Zach. all right. They know who we are now. Hey, Everybody knows who we are now. So, uh, go ahead, Zach. Hit now, us with some news. But, uh, well, before news, man, we got a full slate of games this weekend. You know, let's ask some quick questions about preseason. I mean, Kyler Murray looked amazing week one. Against the Raiders on Thursday night, he looked human for sure. What was that line? Three for seven? Or? Three for eight, like 12 yards. He had a very Josh Rosen-like stat line. Yeah, um, the offensive line looked terrible. Right. I mean, are we concerned or is that just, you know, preseason week two? I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not concerned. I don't know. I, I turned the game on and I thought it was Kyler Murray, but it was definitely Nick Hundley slinging that thing downfield. Yeah. So I honestly didn't watch any of it, but from what I've heard and what I've seen on Twitter, he didn't do good. It's crazy because you kind of think, uh, you kind of, you snap back to what these Cardinals really are. Like, really, really fast when you see it go shitty. Everybody just assumes it's completely turned around, but like, they still are the same shitty offensive line. They still have a very bad defense. They're without Patrick Peterson for the first six games. This team's not going to win a lot of football games. I don't care if Kyler Murray is really good and David Johnson. Kind of takes a hit on that same front as well. Yeah, you know what I think is funny is how everybody's frames work in the football world. Like one week we're like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah, we are. They Boom. are amazing." The next week we're like, "Dude, we all knew he wasn't going to be any good. Look what he just did." Yeah, this yeah. league has a lot of teams, and somebody has to be at the bottom. Somebody has to do it. And they're they're still got a while to go. They're not the Browns that where they just pop up. No, I agree. I just think it's funny too because. It is preseason, and it's literally so hard to gauge a team. Yeah, but we're all just craving to watch the game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but it's just, like, funny because then I think, like, yeah, we're talking shit on the Cardinals, but year after year, the Raiders look like an all-American football team in the preseason. Right. Every single year, and it's just, like, they're... It's really hard with preseason. They're so shitty. You you can be at the highest of highs. Yeah, exactly. Make a narrative out of any any storyline you want. Yeah, the tough part about preseason is if you draft early like we'd have, you know, in the past, is you... Spend the entire preseason sweating bullets, yeah. hoping that you guys don't get hurt. Like I just was informed that Patrick Mahomes is playing the whole first half here in about an hour, and now which is crazy. It's the second week of the playoffs, or sorry, second week of the preseason. We are sit- we're recording this around one thirty, two o'clock in the day. And, this is uh, Saturday. That's scary. Too. If you have Patrick Mahomes, you don't want him to play. He, what does he got to go out there and prove? What do I, they have to work out? I wish he was in the Bahamas with Zeke right now. <laughs> I don't even want him near the football field. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I wish he was finding a reason not to play. Like, right. But, right. I don't know. Reds take right. that approach with their guys. It's been working out. But 
for some teams, I guess the Andy Reid mentality is he wants to get in the, the role of things. Maybe come out week one, fucking put up 50 points, scare the league, remind everybody who the fuck they are. Yeah. All right. Well, let's kick it into some news. Uh, we have a lot more juicy big-name news uh, today than we did on Monday. Ooh, talking yourself up, Zach. Come with it. Yeah. Uh, so let's start off with Kenyon Drake. Um, he's in a walking boot. And listen, I have a take on Kenyon Drake, and it goes all the way back into college with him. So This, was, this is a healthy Kenyon Drake. Yeah. That you have this opinion. Yeah, and, and, and it's kind of just all molded into the thing. So when he was in college, right, Trent Richardson was ahead of him. Okay, Trent Richardson obviously won the Heisman Trophy. And then, boom, it's supposed to be the Kenyon Drake show. And then all of a sudden, that big monster of a man, Derrick Henry, comes in mm-hmm. and takes it from Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake still gets drafted, right? And then he's kind of in the backup role for the Dolphins. And then... Um, they trade Jay Ajayi, Jay, right? Jay Ajayi. And Ken, boom, it's supposed to be the Kenyon Drake show. And he does good for a little bit. And then last year, wasn't very good. Now he's in the walking boot, and guess who's coming? Kalen Balazs. Kenyon Drake is never going to be the guy. He's always going to be the number two. I don't think he can be the guy. So you're saying that, that Kalen Balazs is a better football player? Or? I think, yeah, I do. Yeah, he was so the starting job. So Zach's just saying Kenyon Drake is a... He's a complimentary he's a, asset. He's, he's a, a lifer backup but, running back. Yeah. How serious is the injury, though? Like, is it more he going to lose his job because of injury, or is he going to be back week one? They keep saying it's not super serious, um, but he hasn't practiced. And any time you're in a walking boot, you got to take that serious with a skill position player. All right. And leagues, not to mention, Kalen Balazs has looked good in camp, they said. Leagues Who? that haven't drafted, where are you drafting Kenyon Drake? I mean, because right now he's going what in the fifth? He was in the fifteen to twenty running back range. Yeah, I'm not taking Kalen Blas. I mean, I'm not taking Kenyon Drake. I'm waiting and getting Kalen Blas. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 unless you can get like a absolute sixth or seventh round, maybe steal. I mean, that I think that's his. You got to drop him all the way down. Yeah, the back. I mean, if you have Kenyon Drake and you're starting lineup. Lineup for running back, you got to be sweating bullets Ooh, right Jen. That's weird because we actually have a guy in our league that has him in a starting lineup with no other options. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me up for a trade. I don't have options either, though, so never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, next guy is Amari Cooper. Um, it was thought that that heel injury wasn't that serious, but it's kind of coming out multiple sources that there is cause for concern for week one. Um, it's not going to be a season long thing, but anytime with receivers and those foot issues, that's what it I was just seems say. to linger. And Amari Cooper, I mean, there still remains to be seen if he can put a full season together of mm-hmm. consistent play all season long. Yeah, this this news is kind of like just Cowboys not – they're just kind of looking for an excuse to not play him. I don't know. I feel like he's just a star that hasn't got paid yet, and they're going to look for a reason to keep him out of training camp. When's, when's Amari's deal up next year? After this season. This season? One of those – all of them, they got to get paid eventually. And uh, – Jerry's got form, his work honestly. cut out for him. Yeah. Do you want to segue that into uh, to to Zeke, or do you think do you, Zeke's coming back week one? Right. I think so. I'm, I mean, I don't. I don't think it's a first for sure thing. Like, oh, he's you coming asked back. Me, yeah, you I asked me know. two weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, probably. Now I'm like, oh shit. I mean, it's only been a week difference, and we had we did have a guy he's coming soon. Draft him for 137. I don't think his feelings have really changed in the last week. No, if he was on my team, my feelings wouldn't change either, but he's not on my team, so... <laughs> same way I feel about that. It's the yep. same way I feel about Melvin. Yeah, and there we go. We'll segue right to Melvin Gordon. It's come out that there has been no conversations, talks, or progress made with Melvin Gordon. So if and you have said, him on your team, 
You yeah. better try to go get Justin Jackson or Austin Eckler. He's fine. I, I, the guy has no leverage in this holdout whatsoever. He, like, just if he misses camp, which he already did, it's over. And the rest of the preseason games, he's already going to be out one point five million. I don't think that guy is chipped enough to afford to keep losing money throughout the season. Yeah, you keep saying that, but yet they keep not talking well, to each other. Well, I know yeah. that, but he's also like he doesn't have permission to go out and look for trades. Yeah. And he's right. out here saying like I want to play for the Chargers. This is what I want to do. He's practicing in a gym, running on a treadmill with Chargers <laughs> gear on. Like he wants shooting to, Thursday ready. night football commercials. I've just never seen anything positive from that situation in a long time. I don't know. I heard but, that they offered him a deal, but it's like over three million dollars or something. That it was, was it was ten it was ago. ten million dollars a year, and he he felt disrespected per his agent. But I don't know. Like, yeah, there's not positive news coming out, but I don't think there's a lot of news coming out either. That's okay, true. so let's put it in terms of like drafting. A lot of people that are maybe listening, hopefully listening, haven't drafted yet. The other people we have, we know the situation that you're in, being that you're possibly shopping. Melvin Gordon, is that correct? I mean, it, it depends on the scenario and the option or the player I would get in return. Now, if it's a top-tier guy that I know is healthy and I know is going to play week one, I mean, I naturally have to yeah, think okay. about it. You know what I mean? I, I, I have to. Yeah. But now, if we were to draft this weekend, would I have spent upwards of $50 on Melvin Gordon? Probably not, just because it's getting closer to season. And for all the leagues out there that draft... September 3rd, whatever it is, like right before season starts, and Melvin Gordon's not on the team, obviously for a snake draft, he's going to be falling. But if if you're in the 6th, 7th round and he's still available, that's a guy that I think you have to take risk on and draft because you're not going to find a player with that much value that low in the draft, in well, my opinion. It comes with how your roster looks. If mm-hmm. you have you know two or three running backs that are set to play, then yeah, you can take a chance on Melvin Gordon. But if you only if you have three yeah. good receivers and one running back, you can't cannot take Melvin. Definitely Gordon. have to play him with the tier theory of like yes. you have to get your other guys, and then you can take that chance and sp- maybe spend a little bit, but knowing that you're taking a risk. Risks are fun. Risks are what pays off and what help you win a championship. But you cannot depend on him to come back. All right, from one Gordon to another Gordon, we have Josh Gordon. He has been reinstated into the NFL. Uh, he is heading back to training camp with the New England Patriots. Um, Nikhil Harry, truthers, this has got to sting a little bit because Josh Gordon is the truth. Yeah, no, we obviously know his talent. We haven't, I don't feel like we've seen it in a while, but he is somebody that could come in, be Tom Brady's number one guy. And we've been saying that and teasing that for the last two seasons. Um, He did it last year, though, before he got suspended again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just got to stay off the weed. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like... Bill Belichick's going to have his guys dialed in no matter what and no matter who it is. And Tom Brady's going to make the most of all the weapons he has on the field, so I don't know. I, right, but does Josh Gordon being on the field mean that Nikhil Henry's going to be less on the field? That's the question. Who's – I mean, that – I don't know because it's Edelman. definitely on the roster. Gordon the and the third bubble. guy would be Nikhil Harry. Not if they're staying in 22 sets. I mean, sorry, 21 sets. I don't know. Because they use I mean, a fullback, so they yeah. can go two with a tight end. And then, and then two, two arms. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you'll just have to see how it plays out. And who knows if Bill Belichick likes Nikhil Harry better in camp and better leading up to Week One. Yeah, I wouldn't he, put it past Bill Belichick to fucking bench Gordon. No, he's gonna do whatever he has to yeah, do to exactly. win. So leagues that haven't drafted yet, the who are you taking first, Nikhil Harry or Josh Gordon? 
I'm going Josh Gordon. Yep. Josh Gordon. I mean, I think everybody would. I, I think Julian Edelman is the top fantasy receiver on that team. You would take him, obviously, if you're looking at uh, receivers. He's ranked above them all. Um, and then the Philip Dorsett, I don't even think he's being drafted, um, but he's number two on the depth chart. Uh, he's technically going to be their number two receiver, or um, Josh Gordon is. So, Nikhil Harry, he's going to get in there, but he's a rookie, and you really never know how it's going to go in Bill Belichick's offense. Yep. Okay, um, just some light running back news. We have Darius Geis still has not been cleared for full contact. So if you're waiting for that Darius Geis breakout, it's getting slimmer and slimmer. Not to mention Adrian Peterson has looked great in preseason already. My team has fallen to shreds. <laughs> yeah, as a Melvin Gordon owner, your third running back, which could be your number two running back, is uh, not playing. So Well, Jordan and, Howard... You keep bringing him up. Yeah, you're still riding you that train. Dude, I have to. He's on my team. I don't have a I don't choice. think you believe it. Like, like no, you that's your fault, not ours. Yeah. Um, All right, I'm over this news. <laughs> these news, the, man. The one behind him is, happens to be the greatest running back of all time. And Back. he is looking amazing right now. He's in front of him. I'm not going to say he's behind Darius Geis. Uh, they, want, they want Darius Geis to be the guy. And, and, but he's not going to get it, honestly. Yep. Okay, um, Shady McCoy. Once the probably the best fantasy running back year in and year out, or arguably, uh, is said he is probably going to be traded before training camp is over. He should just retire. Um, I don't know if he should retire. I think he still help people on third downs. He could still catch run the rock. What, what do you think? Buffalo sucks. What do you think the best scenario is for McCoy? Don't put me on the spot there. Um, I think he needs to go to a contender. You know, maybe like a heck, the Vikings could use him for sure. Um, mm. I was reading that he was a possible – that was a possible trade for Melvin Gordon. The if Vikings? He, no, the with the Bills, oh. if that were to happen. Oh, God, that'd be gross. Yeah. Oh, the Seahawks could probably use him too now that I think about it. No, Sean Chris McCoy. Carson's clearly the guy. He's going to be big stud this year. <laughs> or, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a bias. I drafted him, everybody. If this Zeke stuff keeps going on, maybe Shady McCoy fills in in Dallas. I don't know. I, I have yeah. not even heard any trade talks, but he's asking for one. So. The Bucks could use him. Yeah. That's new. The Bucks could use a lot. <laughs> um, so then we have George Kittle. He's day to day with the calf injury, calf strain. He said he's going to be fine. And then now this is the big one. Andrew Luck. He's got a bone issue in his ankle, you not his calf anymore, and uncertain for week one. Stop me now if you've heard this story before with Andrew Luck. It's it's something new every year, and now we're finding out something that was was just supposed to be something a little weird is now turned into something actually be serious. Yeah, and I know it's not the whole shoulder thing, but, I mean, at quarterback, you still have to use your feet. And Andrew Luck is actually a very athletic human being, and he needs to be mobile. I don't know. I'd seen him uh, pregame today when I was watching the NFL Network, and uh, he was doing all the little nice little moves. So I think I think we'll be all right. I don't know. Yeah, but... He looks good in shorts. In shorts off to the side is different than playing in the NFL going full go. Yeah. that It's like to the point, like... It, earlier in his years, if he was having these little little dinky uh, injuries, they were holding him back just because uh, you know they were like wanted to preserve his future. But now it's like year six of this shit, and they're like, you know what, dude, are you going to be good or not? And like I think at this year they're going to push him to play more than more so than they have in years past. So if you're an Andrew Luck owner or want to be, I mean, be cautious, but you should be all right. All right, so I think that. Wraps it up for the news. I think we covered a lot. Um, so now we're going to go straight into our segments. The segments today, 
We have Give Me the Heat, and we have a new one replacing We'll Drink to That just for today. I'm going to have a real problem with this one. The champ is here. We are joined here by Mr. He doesn't want to be called Mr. You know what to call me. He says he only wants to and will only refer to the champ. Thank you. So he's going to... Humbly, humbly. It's the reigning champ. champ. He's going to do all the segments with us. He's going to do some Give Me the Heat, and then we're also going to have that segment, obviously, where we ask him the questions. Welcome, mister. How you feeling today, dude? I'm always good, man. Feeling good. Feeling like a winner. Glad to have you on. We've been... Kind of, he he asked as soon as we had our first episode, and he like already texted me and was just like, "Give me on, please, please." I couldn't. <laughs> we'll make it sound like that. <laughs> uh, we'll make it sound like that. That's funny. <laughs> I couldn't tell you last time I said I felt like a winner. <laughs> hey, it's tough, man. It's a grind. So, give me the Heat teams. Zach's gonna break down the Bears and Browns. BP's got the Vikings and Steelers. Peeler's got the Packers and Ravens, and then Mister is going to do the Dolphins and Rams. Ooh. So that being said, Zach, who, who you want me to start with? You pick. You pick. Ooh. Do whatever you want. Uh, I'm going to start with the Chicago Bears in Chi Town. My sure thing, which was kind we'll of break little... down the team. Break down the team a little bit. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. They were uh, <laughs> ten and six last year. Either ten and six or eleven and five. Won the division. Uh, people thought they were going to be good. I don't think people thought they were going to be that good. Pulled off that trade for Cleo Mack. Uh, Matt Nagy turned that entire program around. Uh, got Mitchell Trubisky actually playing kind of well, even though I think he's still not as good as people think. And, um, I mean, they had Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard. Tariq Cohen proved that he was the better back there. Um, they had Allen Robinson, and he didn't really own up to his uh, number one wide receiver height, but they kind of spread the ball around a lot last year. And They are a good football team, and I think they're going to be a good football team again this year. So um, with that, let's just roll right into it. My sure thing is going to be Tariq Cohen. I think you can – he's a sure thing to probably be either a low-end running back one or a high-end running back two. There's nothing – that his situation has only gotten better since Jordan Howard left. I know people say, oh, David Montgomery's there and all that great stuff. And, yeah, he'll get touches, but they're still going to get Tariq Cohen the ball because he is a freak. Um, and then my fade him. I'm fading Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, and Taylor Gabriel, all the receivers – on the Chicago Bears. None of them are going to be huge fantasy guys for anybody, I don't think. I think they try to spread the ball too much, and I don't think that Mitchell Dubisky is that good. He got a lot of his numbers last year because he ran the football, not because he was just dropping dimes all over the yard. Yeah, no, I like I like the fade him because it, it, it's really one of those things it's hard to know who is going to be the guy. So it's really like three guys all on the same level. I mean, uh, what's his name? The, Allen Robinson is... The most talented guy there, you think he's going to just be the other guy, but then there's talks of Anthony Miller looking good, Taylor Gabriel's looking really good. So it's like, who's the one to take? You just They're all on the same level anyways. And then your uh, sure thing, Tariq Cohen, I really like him. I like him as a, as a every – I don't like him as an every down back, though. And I have no idea. I keep flipping on the whole situation. Luckily, in fantasy, I don't have to play him every down. He plays when he wants to play. <laughs> yeah, you can still well. get numbers without being an every down back. But all I'm saying is, is with his style, I think there's going to be still another guy that they want to try to get involved. So, I agree. I think Tariq Cohen – I love Tariq Cohen. I had him for a little bit last year before I traded him. Um, but like we've been saying this entire podcast, I think Tariq Cohen's the biggest friend of the podcast. Absolutely. I mean, he's gotten shout out every single episode. <laughs> so 
I, I agree with that. I don't know how the the passing game is going to go down. Trey, Trey Burton, maybe? I don't know. Mr. What do you Mr. think, Mr. What do you think about any of that? The Bears. <clears throat> I think Mr. Trubisky is going to be a top five quarterback. Ooh. Whoa. I think he has the weapons. I think Allen Robinson has slept on as a number one receiver. Uh, I really like uh, Anthony Miller from Memphis. He did all right last year, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, he still has that shoulder injury he's working So on. you agree, yeah. kind of, they're all on the same level like I was saying, but instead of me saying kind of whatever, you think that they are three quality good guys. Yes, yes. Huh. And, and I like David Montgomery a lot. I mean, Instagram, you know, gives it a little bit of a, you follow a dramatic him? feel, but yeah, I do. Okay. But I mean... I don't know. When you run over three guys in practice and you flex, I mean, that's a great defense that he's running up against. Even the twos on the Bears are pretty decent. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. So, that's it. I, I, I really like the Bears. On the Bears. Give me, not the defense, but give me the heat. All right, my heat is going to be the post-hype sleeper of Trey Burton. I think he cracks back in to, for sure, top ten. Probably he has a chance to be top five, be the new Travis Kelsey for Matt Nagy. And that's kind of low-hanging fruit there on the Bears. Because, honestly, there's just not that many good tight ends, and somebody's got to be good in the goddamn NFL. So, Trey Burton was really good when he was on the Eagles, right? Like, that was when he had his, like... When Zach Ertz was hurt. When Zach Ertz he had was his, hurt. Yeah. Then he got traded, supposed to be good, and he kind of hasn't been good with the Bears yet, He right? had He was very inconsistent. I think he had, like, two or three games last year where he put up 20-something points. And other than that, it was just kind of... And didn't he leave the team for, like, personal reasons for a little while? Last year? Yeah. Not that I know. I've had him all year. Okay. I had George Kittle, though, so it worked out for but me. Fantasy <laughs> so you weren't paying too much no, attention yeah, to it. But for <laughs> fantasy purposes, he's being drafted as a top 10 tight end. He didn't even get drafted in our league. Not in our league, but on the boards. Isn't he in top 10 or no? Uh, yeah, I mean, ranking-wise, I think top 10. But, I mean, I think people are making the argument that they're not even drafting him sometimes, too. He's not going till late. So, possible steal right there. And on the yeah. give me the heat, that's good. You're saying he finishes in the top 10. I'm saying, yeah, borderline top. I'm saying top six. I mean, top six. Ooh. Top six. Top six. That's hey, That's what Give Me the Heat's all about, yeah. right? BP, send it over to you. Give me a, give me one of your teams. Let's go Steelers. Put you on the spot. Uh, okay, I was gonna, I was actually gonna roll with the Steelers first. I like, uh, I like them as a team. I think, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin came out and said they're moving on from Le'Veon Bell. They're moving on from the Antonio Brown situation. They kind of don't have a choice. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but. That, and that's a very coach thing to say. I mean, he he tried to you know say he like oh, I like the guys I have in my locker room, and it was it was a good talk. But I really think this is different. I think that they are going to go you know all in on James Conner. I think they're going to go all in on Juju. They're going to make these guys the new guys, and they're going to say this is more about the team. This is more about the program, and this is really yes, we've been blessed with those studs, but I think we're going to be a good team. And Mike Tomlin has never missed the playoffs. And I don't think he's going to do it again this year. He's never um, missed the playoffs. No, I'm almost 100 percent positive that he missed the playoffs. No, last okay, season. sorry, sorry. Last You're season. never you literally you last, never. last season. <laughs> sorry, just you, like you never, never missed the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like my team has never missed the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. Sorry, correction. He's never had a losing season. That's probably correct. I okay. think they went eight. Yeah. He never had a losing season. Always had a winning record. So, I, and I, I think don't cut that. Steelers don't cut make that. the playoffs. So. Um, <laughs> So with that, my for sure thing is James Conner. I think that that's an easy one. James Conner this year, it was a little different. He was balling so hard last year because you always thought Le'Veon Bell was going to come back, and it was just like this weird thing. And then I think this year 
is, hey man, you did it great last year. This year we're going to ask for all of that, like the same thing. He's going to put up top 10 running back numbers, possibly top five. I mean, that's where he was the number one, number two running back. Um, one of them, because I know that I had him on my team, he was that last year. Um, and I think he's, he's going to do it again, especially with the for sure, you're our guy. I don't think Samuels is, is cutting into that. I was um, going to ask you, Jay, I mean, at the end of the season last year, Jalen Samuels was, he was actually, there's a stat. He, Jalen Samuels was the sixth most player on championship teams in NFL.com. Wow. Did but you have him, he mister? He hurt, though. I no. Mean, James Conner was, was hurt. No, he, James Conner came back at the end of the year, and they were splitting carries. Mm. Well, I, I still think it's he's going to play the bell cow, and they're going to try to maybe, – maybe he does spell, but I think he's still the bell cow. Uh, my meh is it's Ben a, Roethlisberger. It's a fade him. Fade him. Is it? We changed that? Okay. So my fade him. You changed that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I changed that. I thought it was still meh. Well, I, I am meh about this guy. It's Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I just think – He's going to – Juju and all those guys are still going to ball, but I think that he's just not the guy that he's not going to get any uh, rushing yards. That's way – I mean, that's that's never going to happen. Just, that's a, just that, to cut you out real quick, so do you think you saying he's going to be meh, does that affect his wide receiver's production? Uh, no, no, because I think his only – I think the uh, – So is he only a meh because you don't think he's going to get rushing yards? Yeah, pretty much. I don't think – I think in this fantasy – No, hold on. I mean, you can not have a good fantasy quarterback with the top fantasy receiver. That happens all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, let's think about it. A.J. Green was a top fantasy receiver, and nobody ever thought Andy Dalton was anything amazing. Yeah. No, I – Julio Jones, year in and year out, is a top receiver. And Matt Ryan, year in right, and right, year out. Right, right, right. And I agree with that. I'm saying, like, for example, Juju had over 100 catches last year, correct? Right. If he's having a mass season, does he get 100 catches? That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's a big drop-off. I'm just saying – does that 100-yard catch? I think he could still have turnovers. I, I think he's going to have all that stuff to negatively affect. And Juju can still get all of his. He's going to be the number one guy. He can get all of that with Ben playing very average. So very yes. average. Yes. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So you don't think No, I think – and, and that, mean, that leads me to my give me the heat. Well, I, one more question. Just You're just saying he's a like a fatum. You don't want that guy on your fantasy roster as your quarterback. No, no. I think I would rather a Mitch Trubisky. Who has him in our rather, league? Huh? Justin. Justin. That's his only Justin, quarterback. Yeah. yeah Lucky has him. Justin, I, I know somebody. Holla at me. <laughs> me. I have Kyler Murray. <laughs> All right, Brandon. So, give it to us. Who's give, give me the heat. This this is contradicting, but it's James Washington, and we're going to see why. He's going to play at 330, and uh, James Washington is going to be the number two guy. He's going to in, – and I said it was going to be Vance McDonald, but after last week – the dude was a stud. He had five great catches. Juju like numbers this year. Uh, Juju like numbers. Maybe Juju gets a beat like numbers, and this team is a playoff team like they always have. Why well, those numbers? Like, where, where's he finishing? Uh, James Washington will be a top thirty receiver. I still that's not bold enough for me. <laughs> God damn it. So he has 50 catches. So he has 55 yards. And three touchdowns. Two in the same game. I'm going to go. I'm going to just kind of piggyback off your your whole breakdown of the Steelers. I might give me the heat for the Steelers. Eh, I don't know if it's give me the heat. But I think they still win that division. Yeah. Even with all the Browns hype, I'm not a Browns believer. 
I, st- I think they still Everyone won that division. Say you guys are asleep yeah, on the I'm Ravens. I'm so confused. That, that's what I said. Yeah. The Ravens, they always play great defense. Always. That always play great defense. That division is going to be one of the best divisions. It always yeah. is. The Bengals are and, uh, terrible. Huh? Yeah. The Bengals are terrible. Yeah. No, it, yeah. it's going to be good, though. And, well, did you see Joe Mixon's uh, stiffy on Josh? Oh, uh, boy. Sure he dribbled him like a basketball. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, one more thing on my uh, give me the heat. James Washington is really being drafted and outside like the top fifty receivers, outside the uh, sixty even. I got him for a dollar. Um, I think in in a lot of leagues you're gonna these are gonna be the guys that are at the very end of the ra- uh, of the draft where you can just scoop up for nothing. Amazing and, flex options. And and you're you're gonna have an option to be like you'll see him putting up like twelve to fifteen points. Or maybe even you know a little bit less, but you'll see some catches and maybe a touchdown, and you're going to have that option to plug him in, and you'll be happy with it. That's that's why he's might give me the heat. I like it. I like it. Where he's at, so I like it. He uh, definitely has the talent. That dude was amazing at Oklahoma State. Steeler, it is uh, your turn. I just got done with the Steelers. Who do you got? All right. Do you want me to go Packers or Ravens first? Go Ravens. Ravens. All right. I will go Ravens. So, like Mister and Zach said, they are. They wouldn't count out the Ravens, and you you just can't. Uh, they went ten and six last year, won the division. Um, I mean, I think they had a great year. They started the year off four and five, and then they turned it around and won. And who they make their starting quarterback? I know, I know, I know. It's Lamar Jackson. He Bang. led the team to a ten and six finish and a division title. Um, the only thing that I had that wasn't too good for the Ravens is just their passing game. Oh, the passing yeah. game was one of the worst in the NFL. Um, just a quick stat on that, though, since I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. He had a higher completion percentage and points per game, fantasy-wise, passing only, than Jared Goff did and a lot of guys. somebody else that I can't remember as they're in their rookie season. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, passers do progress. They do. And I, I'll, I'll, get to, I'll get to Lamar Jackson. I think it was sim- – okay, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So, my sure thing on the Ravens – Carson was t- Wentz, that's who it was. I'm sorry. Okay, my sure thing on the Ravens. Um, it was kind of it was tough to pick one because they don't have like that superstar offensive player like a lot of teams in the league do now. But I went with Mark Ingram. I think since he's in Baltimore now and he's the dude, he's not behind Kamara like he was in New Orleans. I think he's going to be an absolute tank in the red zone. I think with Lamar Jackson running the ball as much as he does is going to run up is going to open up running opportunities for Mark Ingram. I don't know, like last year towards the end of the year, Gus Edwards did have a pretty good year towards the end, and he was averaging like 5.6 yards per carry. No, he, he toted the pill last year for sure. But like I said, I think it, it was tough to pick it, to pick a sure, for sure thing, but I think Mark Ingram gets it done, and I think he's definitely going to top his seven touchdowns he had last year. I think he's going to be upwards of 10 to 13 touchdowns this year. So that's my sure thing. My fatum is actually Lamar Jackson simply because oh. I am not a fan of that guy's arm. Yes, he can run the ball, but I think Lamar Jackson is just not – he's never going to get to that top-tier fantasy quarterback in my eyes. History says that if you can run the ball at the quarterback position, you will always be a quarterback one. It has never happened. A quarterback that rushes over 400 yards yeah. in a season has always finished quarterback 12 or low or higher. Say that one more time. That was a very important stat. A quarterback that rushes for more than 400 yards in a season, no matter how much they throw, has always been a quarterback one at the end of the year. Okay. Well, here's wow. here's my counter to that. So but you got, this so is you got but guys this like is, Mike Vick, Cam Newton, 
Yeah. Um, I hate to debunk. I think Aaron Rodgers even got it. Vince uh, I mean, uh, Young. Vince Young is rookie year. Didn't Mitchell? Was it Mitchell or Josh uh, from Bills? He Josh had like Allen. 607, 683 yards rushing yards last year. He had more than Lamar Jackson did. Yeah, yeah, he had the most for a quarterback. I don't think he finished in the Okay, time. he only played eight games. I guess the stat would be he had played the full season. Well, okay. Lamar Jackson really only started, what, seven games? Yeah. He started seven games. So my, ca- my counter to your That's to true. your statement on Lamar Jackson on why I'm going to fade this guy is last year he would get you – when he would play, he'd get you a consistent 14 to 16 points, averaging 150 to 170 yard passing yards per game. That's not super impressive in my eyes. But the counter to that would be is he rushes the ball a lot. He runs the ball a lot. And he had, where are these stats at? He was averaging 70 yard, 79 rushing yards per game in the games he started last year. So that's obviously going to get you more points. But I just, he doesn't have any weapons to the left and right of him. He has Willie Sneed and he has Marquise Brown as his two wide receivers. And then he's, they'd run that two tight end system with Mark Andrews and Nick Boyle. Other yeah, than I mean, that, he has they no have one. Hayden Hurst there too. I know he's hurt, but a guy that honestly keep an eye on for Ravens pass catchers could be Miles Boykin, rookie yeah. out of Notre Dame, who had a great year. He's a third round pick. Um, just somebody to keep an eye on. My Later problem in the wire. with Lamar Jackson is uh, he's going to get the rush, the rushing numbers. My problem is is not even his arm; it's his receivers. I don't think he that's, has yeah. shit worth the receivers. He doesn't, and that's why and that's it's not his fault. But, well, no, but that makes him less valuable, in my opinion, in fantasy because he has no one to throw it to. Yeah, I just feel like his like his mantra this year is going to be a hundred yards um, rushing. It's going to be. You think a he's going to average hundred yards rushing percentage? Per, he'll get a passing game? touchdown. You think he's going to average hundred yards rushing per game? That's a lot, but they said they're literally going to give him like two hundred carries this year. He's going to just – and then plus on top of all the scrambles and all that shit. But on top of that, that makes it – why you want to fade him even more is because he's going to be running the ball so damn much he's going to get hurt. Well, you can't. I you mean, can't I mean that's – Say that, injuries are going to happen ever. I mean, they, they do. It, it's it's natural, but I, I don't know. Him that's, rushing opens up quick little passes, and that, I think that's his game. And he's going to – he'll get a, like two touchdowns rushing. Fantasy-wise, he's a 22 to 20 player every week, like – like I there. literally just he averaged fourteen to sixteen points. That was last year per game that he year. started. I'm talking this year. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you think he's gonna average twenty plus points a game? You guys remember when we were talking about how you form different opinions on guys <laughs> after you get them on your <laughs> roster? VP used to hate Lamar Jackson, and now he's all about him because yeah. he drafted. I him. probably I, he's not, thing, I, don't I drafted I drafted Aaron Rodgers, and I kind of put myself in a shitty spot with him. Like I'm probably never gonna play Lamar Jackson, even if he's balling. Because I just simply got Aaron Rodgers. Because he sucks. Huh? Because he sucks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm fading him. Hey, it's my pick. I don't... So I don't, give me the heat then. If, that was, if that was your thing, that was damn near give me the heat. What, what's your give me the heat? Why would I pick him as my give me the heat if I think he's going to suck? Oh, okay. That was your give me the heat. No, that was my fade him. Okay. <laughs> my give, my give me the heat... Suck. No. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. My give me the heat is... It was tough, too, to pick this because I... There's not really a sleeper in my eyes, so I just went with the Ravens' defense. I think they're going to be consistent again. I think even losing C.J. Mosley, Terrell Suggs, Eric Weddle, and there was one more. I have one more. They added Earl Thomas. Yeah, they added Earl Thomas, and they lost Zadarius Smith. But I think by adding Earl Thomas, and they have Marlon Humphrey, too, as their corner, I think he's— They still have Jimmy Smith, too, don't they? Yeah, they still do. 
I think Marlon Humphrey is capable of covering any wide receiver one in the league. And then, obviously, you have Earl Thomas, who's one of the best to ever do it, in the safety. So, I don't know. I it's think just the culture there in that defense. I feel like when you're John in that dark, has purple, always that black, yeah, he's you always feel had, like you can stop shit. Yeah. He's always had a solid defense. Yeah. The Like you said, the purple and black, especially when they're playing at night and they're wearing all black. Mister, you got anything on, on any of those? <clears throat> Pillar, I love Lamar Jackson. You're an idiot. <laughs> I think he sucks. Yeah, that was a shitty breakdown. Yeah. But All right, fine. so I guess we're a, everyone except me is uh, we're, Lamar we're Jackson. We're a Lamar Jackson wait, podcast. Okay? I can't wait till he shits down. All your guys are drinking. Do you want to make a bet after the podcast? Bet another podcast. Fuck after. Make that what, shit right what, now. What's, right what's, now. what's the, the proposal? The bet, though? Who's Where's your, the parameters? Who, who's your starting quarterback? My starting quarterback? Yeah. Deshaun Watson. I will gladly take a Deshaun <laughs> Watson versus Lamar Jackson bet. No. Let's Pick do, somebody different. Let's, let's, let's do rushing yards. Lamar Jackson has more rushing yards than Deshaun Watson. Yeah. No, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it was a fantasy bet. That's, that's my a fantasy bet. So. So, so, All right, so, mister. Who about, do you want to break down? The Rams? Or, let, go with the Dolphins. Break down the Dolphins. What were you going to say, Zach, before I, I break say, down the Dolphins? I was going to say, what if you got real crazy and went Phillip Rivers versus Lamar Jackson? Yeah. And, Oof. I'll take that bet with you, Zach. No, I'm not fantasy. Nah. Yeah, no, 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 don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mister, give I'm a us Philip guy. Give us your on. breakdown of the Dolphins. Uh, what did they finish seven and nine last year? Yes, yeah, seven yes, and nine third in the division. I think they got rid of the problem, which was uh, Ryan Tannehill. I and didn't Adam, think he was yeah, very Adam good. Adam Gase was terrible. I, 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 don't, I like Adam Gase. I think, he's a, I think his time just ran short, and they didn't get him enough weapons in time. But I think he knows how to call an offense. He made Ryan Tannehill look good, what, what was that, one season? Yeah, and and that's saying something. He made Jay Cutler look good that, in Chicago. It, for, yeah, right, right, exactly. And then, I mean, Jay Cutler won, what, like two games when he came back for yeah, the Dolphins? Yeah. So, I mean... I think his time just ran out, and I think that just that's what happens. Sometimes your voice isn't as loud in the locker room, and I think Adam Gase's time was just up, but I think he's going to be very successful with the Jets. But uh, I like their running back core a lot. I, I, I like Kenyon Drake, but I think Kalen Balazs is the guy. I um, So to our listeners, Mr. just joined us. He, didn't, he wasn't here for the intro, so he did not hear Zach's spiel on Balazs and Drake. Yeah, you literally okay. nailed it on the head. That's exactly. I mean, hey, that's, that's, Zach, that's, Zach doesn't that's like synergy. You know Zach what I mean? doesn't like Kenyon Drake, but he's a huge. I think that's just a coach in us. Just means right? it's yeah. a great take, right? Yeah. right? Means that it's a great take. So. Yeah, and then Mark Kenyon Walton Drake, out of Miami. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think he's a he's a solid third bit third third back. As long as he doesn't get arrested for like the fifth time since he's been in the NFL. <laughs> but he's talented though. You gotta sometimes. Hey, the NFL turns turns the other way when it comes to. Tyreek Hill. <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, and I think Brian Flores. Okay, this is the thing. With, uh, every Patriots assistant has ultimately failed, correct? Bill O'Brien has done pretty well with the Texans, I would say. Okay, but they let him hold on longer than a lot of them. They though. gave him a Agreed. lot of time. Agreed. You know what I mean? So, Agreed, 100%. The, the, I'm a gambling man, and the odds eventually have to turn in the favor of the Assistant coaches from the New England Patriots. I love Brian Flores. I and I think he story. called an immaculate Super Bowl. I think he had his guys all in the right place at the right time. I mean, given he had the best cornerback and some one of the best inside linebackers, in my opinion, to play the game, which was um, Dante Hightower. Dante Hightower, so Brian yes. Flores, for people that don't know, is, is what? the who, He was the defensive the coordinator. Oh, he's the head coach. Okay. Head coach, the new head coach. So I think this he's going to be one of the coaches that makes the push. 
And he's and, a defensive-minded guy, so you know they want to run the pill. Right, right. And and Kalen Balot, 6'2", 230-plus, I mean, the That's guy's like a tank. Henry. The guy's a tank. That's like Derrick Henry. And he, he's way more athletic than yeah, Derrick Henry, like, in my four, opinion. Yeah, he ran like 4, 5, 40 or yes, something like that. Yes, yes. And he can catch the ball. Where did he go to school? Arizona, Arizona State. State. So, you, so your for sure guy is Kalen Balot? Yes, for like sure. It. For sure guy, 1,000-yard rusher. Ooh! I like it. 1,000 yards from yes. Kalen Balot. You, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, and, and in my opinion, I think Brian Flores is going to take a book out of, I mean, you refer to Bill Belichick as your... your Do you think this like, is a year that Brian Flores is... Uh, he gets rid of the Bill stigma. Belichick's yeah, he gets rid of that stigma. Coaching tree, that's he gets true. rid of that stigma, but I think he's going to take a page out of their book, maybe dump it off to the running backs, give Josh Rosen a chance, because I think Josh Rosen is going to end up being the starter there in Miami. Personally. Yeah, I do start like week three or four. Week three or four. I, 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 yeah, he's gonna go one or two, two and one. You know, depending I'm, on how you know he chucks the ball downfield. I'm probably one of the only ones that like Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen coming out of UCLA, and I'm gonna stick by that statement going into this. Josh year. Rosen versus Lamar Jackson. You want to bet on it right now? <laughs> no, because Josh Rosen isn't set the starter. Oh, okay. Because he's not very good. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's why I give Josh, uh, I, I think they're going to take a book out of the Patriots playbook and dump the ball off, give, take some pressure off of Josh Rosen with a iffy offensive line. I mean, they do have Laramie Tunzel, who's a train. Yes, yes. But, I mean, other than that, I mean. All right, mister, give me somebody that you're fading on the, uh, the, the Well, Dolphins. with that said, I mean, I would have to go with Kenyon Drake. I think people, I mean, he was projected to be a what? A top 20? Yeah. Top, top 15, 15? Almost, yeah. Top 15 running back? I disagree. I like the way he plays. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think he's the, your number one guy. And that's I exactly think he's a two I or said. three. I think he's a two or three or your third down guy that can catch out the backfield, get up, get up the sideline, you know, get your first down on third and long or whatnot. Do you and but Zach I mean, talk about this before the podcast? Never. never <laughs> no. Yeah, you guys are pretty uh, insane. Almost today. like spot on. Yeah. No, I mean that's what it is, and I mean I think Kalen Balaj is an every down back. I mean he's he's big, he's built for it, he's athletic, he can catch. I think they're gonna take a page out the Patriots playbook, dump off the ball to him. He has fifty plus receptions this season, probably nine touchdowns. All right, who is your give me the heat? Who's your give me the heat? Josh Rosen. Okay. Simple so, as that. I say. I, I say. So you you wouldn't draft Josh. So Rosen. give me the heat's a bold prediction. Yeah, yeah. Bold prediction twenty plus yeah. touchdowns Ooh. through the air. For twenty him. touchdowns for Josh. Yeah, Rosen. I think All Preston right, Williams. Tate. I think Preston Williams is a sol- deep, deep, deep sleeper. Undrafted, but rookie. that, but 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 he makes plays early in the preseason, both preseason games. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, we'll see. I wanted to. I, I thought when Josh Rosen was with the Cardinals, I thought it wasn't working, but it wasn't Josh Rosen's fault. And, I mean, they really ultimately moved on from him. And I was like, well, I really hope he gets a better shot somewhere. Then, it didn't, then it's the Dolphins. My, pick, my thing on the Dolphins this year is it's really just a tank for two a season. I think someone's going to so? be shitty. And I really think they're going to absolutely tank this year. They're going to suck. They have both two. I think both of those running backs are problems. I don't think they have any talent at wide receiver. Their defense is decent, but... I, I think Devontae Parker wakes up this season. There's no way too, you got so that talented. much. He's so athletic, and, and, and he, he has great hands, but he is always injured. Injury's always like, a thing. You know I feel like I mean? people have been talking about Devontae Adams for like... Parker. Parker. Devontae yeah. Parker for like five years. Yes. We have yeah. Literally five literally, years. And this literally. is the first year where I don't think anybody... I think he got picked up there. But like I said, I think... I really but, think that Tannehill was the problem, to be honest. Yeah. I, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like sometimes if your quarterback doesn't play up to par, 
that plays into injuries to wide receivers. I I, I think oh, I believe 100%. that. I believe if you're throwing bad balls out there and giving the defense an open shot at your receiver because you threw a ball behind him while he's coming across the middle instead of front of him, I, I feel like poor quarterback play sometimes plagues receivers, and that's just definitely. I don't want to say this, but it'll get a laugh out of Zach and BP probably. Is that why Keenan Allen gets hurt a lot? No, he's just fragile. <laughs> yeah, I, he's just that was a low guys. blow to my boy Philip. <laughs> um, I uh, hate Devontae Parker. I cannot stress that enough. Okay. He's lost me money. He's lost all of my confidence. Okay. Uh, he's had every opportunity to be the yeah, guy. I agree. He just hasn't been the guy. I agree. He reminds me Jake of uh, Tua. He That's... reminds me of that uh, receiver from the um, Vikings. From Ole Miss. Laquan oh, Treadwell. Laquan Treadwell. Laquan Treadwell is probably better than Laquan Treadwell. Laquan Treadwell made plays, man. Incredible catches on the college level. Yeah, but now we got Thielen and Diggs and Smell right. ya. <laughs> right. Smell ya. That wraps up the first round, so let's. You want to just snake it back? Yeah, let's go. Or I'll just go again. All right, yeah, go. Uh, I got the Browns. Um, so the Browns ended up 8-8 eight eight last year. Or no, 8-7-1. and one. They had that tie. Um, they went away. They went away from the playoffs. No, they tied with the Steelers. Steelers. I think. Who did the Packers yeah. tie? The Vikings. Vikings. Vikings that's right. Hey, it went away from the playoffs. It went away from the playoffs. This team has, I think, it's safe to say, the most hype going into the 2019 season. Just real quick, if, if they would have made the playoffs, is that Greg Williams' football team? I think it still should have been Greg Williams. I agree. Team, okay. Okay. But I, thought I think I was his alone track record. Uh, I agree. Him yeah. So who is the, who is their head coach? Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens, oh, that's right. offensive coordinator. Yeah, and he that learned under right. the tutelage of Bruce Arians. So Bruce. the guy knows his stuff. Um, you know, yeah. They I mean they went and got Odell Beckham. They shipped off Duke Johnson. They're trying to make Nick Chubb the dude. They have Baker Mayfield playing the whole season. Their defense is pretty ferocious, if you ask me. Um, so I do anticipate them having a good season. I know people want to go against that hype. I think they'll have a good season. I really do. Um, but my sure thing is going to be Baker Mayfield's a top five quarterback. He has too Ooh, many weapons wow. and he is too swag. I'm drinking to that football. Top five to not be. He's a top five quarterback. Uh, I, yes, absolutely. He's, he's drafted as a top five quarterback. Yeah, so without a doubt. He's not. That's, that's not. Did you yeah. not watch the guy play last mm-hmm. year? He was a, yeah. he was a stud. And now we got Odell Beckham Jr. to go. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Baker it, Baker is electric. I'm not taking that away from him. I just think top five is... I mean... I don't know. I, what, actually, what are you missing with the Browns? What are you missing? Nothing. You have no, great defenders. You have one of the best cornerbacks in the league going into his second year. I I'm mean, simply just basing... I, I'm i not even saying I don't think he, he could be in top five. I just think it's a stretch almost. Okay, what you said the Steelers are going to win the division. What do the Steelers have that the Browns don't? I think their head coach, I mean, simply because who their head coach directly, is. Okay. It's just culture. I think the culture of the Browns is always going to be... I, I think it's changed. It, it has, though. And that's where I'm always... I, every time I try to hate on the Browns, I have a little mini argument with, my, with myself. And I always take it back to the way the Rams were. The Rams were so shitty. And then all of a sudden, the culture just completely flips 180. And now the Rams are just like this extremely efficient offense and there's I mean look at the top, top two teams the Chiefs and the Rams I mean it's such a for years they weren't very very yeah, good and John just, Gruden said it best in Hard Knocks he said the Rams were arguably one of the worst teams in football two years ago and then all of a sudden boom in the Super Bowl and then you forget about all the dumb shit that happened right. with the Rams and that could very well happen with the with these Browns the Browns are but my thing is the only problem I have with the Browns and it always has been lately is not the talent it's 
it's going to be just the attitudes and all of them clash. And that's where I, I've made a lot of hot take bets with the Browns, but that's because I don't like a lot of the players' personality. You just don't like OBJ. Yeah, but I don't like Baker's mentality either sometimes. But it's good stuff. It's it's what you want. If I was a Browns fan or if I had Baker, I'd want all that shit. But just right. me personally, I'm I'm betting against it. My fatum um, is going to be Jarvis Landry. He's being drafted as a wide receiver too, kind of high up. And my sole theory behind this is there's only one football to play with, and I think he's going to be the odd man out a lot. I think he'll have a couple of good games for you, but I think you're going to have to see some games where he's just scoring eight or nine points, like not doing anything too great for you. Yeah, that's I, I agree. I think he's okay with taking that role too just because of who's in front of him. I don't think he's going to be diva-ish with it. And if anything, I mean, he you've seen what he did last year on Hard Knocks when he was just like trying to be the leader. I think he's more so the glue to uh, to pull everything together. Numbers-wise, I think he does take a hit, though. You're right, 100%. I'd I'd fade him. I do, too, especially with, obviously, OBJ there. I think Njoku's going to be a threat in the passing game. And then, obviously, you have Nick Chubb, who I think... I think Nick Chubb's going to go off. So, give us the heat, Zach. I'm glad you said that Nick Chubb remark. My give-me-the-heat is Nick Chubb will not be a running back one at the end of the season. And here is why. Woo! He's he's outside the top 12. He'll be outside the top 12. There are so many pass catchers in that offense that he will not catch the football that much. Okay, He is a good running back, but he has never actually shouldered the complete load. Even when he was in college at Georgia, he always split carries. Not to mention, after week eight, Kareem Hunt comes back, and that guy's going to play football, and he's going to break into that workload. So I'm not saying Nick Chubb is not good. I'm saying I don't think he's going to be in the top 12. I can see him ending at 14, 15, 16. Hey, I'm totally fine with that because I tell myself I'm going to stash Kareem Hunt on my bench until week eight, and then he can gladly come back and take over the running back one spot. It's hot. I know it's hot. I, I, hey, the box is going to be real light with those pass catchers out there, like you said. I mean, I echo it again. They do have great, great pass catchers, and they I do. feel like it's going to be a very light box. Right, but usually – Running backs that end in the top always catch a lot of passes, and I don't okay. see Nick Chubb catching that many passes. Okay. I like it. I think we all – I yeah, don't know. I Brandon, really, really like Nick Chubb, um, but it's like that internal argument I always have with myself. I lose because I think Browns are just going to ruin the guy again. So, um, I mean, you got the first game? All right. Um, so we're going to transition this to BP. You have the Vikings. That is Zach's favorite team. Year. Underwhelming year. They, I mean, coming off of the N- NFC Championship year, they were supposed to come in this season, you know, Super Bowl mentality, and they really came out and they didn't. Uh, their record was eight and seven. And uh, one. Huh? Eight, seven, and one. Eight, seven, and one. Correct. You got an almost uh, on there. Put up an underwhelming 22 points a game. Did not lose to the Fudge Packers. Um, you know, then they, they started off, and, and uh, Dalvin Cook got hurt, so that ch- kind of changed the landscape of things, and then. Kirk Cousins, that was his first uh, year with the team, and we actually all seen the the guy that it is, Kirk Cousins, who is just an extremely average guy, and that uh, he's not going to get you over the hump. But save that here for a minute. Uh, yeah. My ouch, absolute <laughs> solid guy. Uh, my solid guy is Adam Thielen. I think it's. Depend- you feeling it? You feeling it? Oh, I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Uh, I think it doesn't matter who's his team. I think. Or who his quarterback is, excuse me. Um, his quarterback 
is gonna throw him the ball and he just makes like those those body catches or those hands catches um he, he's gonna get you the hundred <laughs> does it to the takes <laughs> yeah well, i meant like he bodies up the guy and and he just makes the catches with his hands all right so anyways that's the best how to catch a football breakdown i've ever heard yeah about. that's the basics of how to catch a football <laughs> um so anyways he uh he's gonna get a hundred catches this year i think i think He's going to look like the for surefire number one wide receiver on that team, which is really good because Stephen, Stephon Diggs is, is no slouch. He's arguably a, another top 20 receiver in this league, and we'll probably do that. I think um, he for sure is a top 20 receiver in this league. No, yeah, not arguably. Sorry, my bad. Anyways, uh, my fatum, though, is it seems to always be a quarterback with me, but it is the quarterback. It's Kirk Cousins. That's 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 an easy fatum right there. Um, you still draft him as a fantasy quarterback, but he's he's going to be a guy that you're going to look to probably get something better out of. If you have him as your Ross on your roster, you're going to you're going to probably have him in there and you're going to see like, eh, that's kind of just average. See very I Ben Roethlisberger-ish. Very Ben Roethlisberger-ish. 100%. He's uh he's just somebody that you're going to be like, "Man, I would start Lamar Jackson over him. I would start Ooh. all these guys that have that higher of a ceiling to Did you try that to take a risk." So drafting him on your team is just kind of just a very average move, and you're not going to really be enjoyed, enjoyed when you get him. But the good news is you can get him for pretty cheap. So. I really wish Kirk Cousins could get back to rookie the, season. You like that? Kirk Cousins. Fuck. I want the you like that Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? He I ruined my life. <laughs> wow. One year? Just one? One year, dude. It's, it's, nothing's going to change with him. Watch. Nothing's going to change. If he went out and won a Super Bowl this year, you would not be saying He's better that. than Christian Ponder and fucking Joe Webb. He's he's better, but he's yeah. definitely <laughs> the most. But they took us to the playoffs. Uh, true. He's <laughs> definitely the most overpaid. Wow. Wow. He's definitely the most overpaid, though. I mean, his contract is absolutely insane, and it's not going to I mean, it's, it's slim pickings. That's all I'm saying. You that's got all to I'm ask saying. Dak. I mean, that's he, okay, go, go, okay. Say top ten quarterbacks. The top five. There's a significant drop off between five and six. Yeah, I agree for sure. So it's slim pickings, and the highest pay is going to be the quarterback regardless. So I, I think Kirk Cousins did enough to get what he earned. I yeah, I mean, I'd say good for him. Earned it, but it's and, and it's been one year. He's and, never and he has two of the best wide receivers in the league. Arguably one of the t- a top ten tight end. He, Maybe two with Irv Smith. So. He probably has the best wide receiver. Well, I don't know. He has it, weapons right now. And his offense between the Vikings. lines, okay. It's, it was terrible last year. That was our downfall. Um, Kirk Cousins always throws for over 4,000 yards, always throws for over 20 touchdowns. I just I think he's a decent fantasy guy, but I don't think he's a great – he's kind of a Phillip Rivers to me. I was just going to say that. Yeah. He's very Phillip Rivers-ish. To me, and I think, I think the Vikings are going to do a really good job this year – not forcing him to, to, to bail them out. We need our I mean, they have a great defense. Yeah. yeah, the defense is good, and they they were planning to run the ball probably a little bit more last year, but they didn't have their number one running back. And this year, that leads me to my give me the heat, is my give me the heat is whoa. Oh, yeah, you're right. Dalvin Cook. And it's a give me the heat because he's going to be a top five running back this year. <laughs> Holy shit. He's going to be a top five running Who? back this year. Who? Say it one more time. Dalvin Cook will okay. be a top five running back okay. in the 2019 season. Okay, okay. Yes. That is Stamp it. Heat. 
Stamp um, it. Which, this is what's crazy. We gave Austin the worst team in fantasy football, and he has Dalvin Cook on his team. So if he has a top five wide receiver, and he has Antonio Brown, and he has a uh, top five running back. You guys have had very interesting rankings, though. Go on. <laughs> go on. <laughs> the rankings were, were rough. Hey, it was, hey, go on. But I think Dalvin Cook, okay, so I read where the last three games of the season, they fired their offensive coordinator. Okay. And John Dinerum, get the fuck out. Interim came in and put in an offense that ran the ball 48% of the time. And that's like was the number one thing in the league. Gary Kubiak is coming in there, and we know he likes to run the football. We know he likes to have a good offensive line. He's going to do that here at the Vikings, and they're going to run the fuck out of the ball. He's going to be the rushing leader, or close. He's going to be one or two in rushing yards, because I think the top fantasy running backs in football right now are not true rushing running backs. Zeke is going to be probably there again in the top rushing yards later. If he plays. If he plays. Well, but then how can you say he's not a true rushing running back? He's led the league in rushing like two of his three years. No, no, no. I said... I, I said other than Zeke. I meant like the top five guys that are going right now are Christian McCaffrey, not going to be a rushing leader. I see what you're saying. Um, oh, the other guy. Uh, Might be. Sorry. David Johnson catches balls. Love Bell catches all balls. All those guys all are, are really top running backs. Alvin Kamara is a they all, than anything he does ever. They, I, think, they all I just think Dalvin yeah. is going to get an uh, average amount of catches, but he's more the true running back that we're more accustomed to seeing. You know, if you got him in standard leagues – that that's like Dalvin Cook's going to be more money than all those other guys because I think he's going to get all his fantasy points off of rushing, off of rushing touchdowns like the traditional running backs do, and I think he's going to be a top five scorer doing it. Wow! Hey, I think that was your best take so far on the podcast. <laughs> you like that for a Vikings player? About that for, for a Vikings player? No offense, I mean, <laughs> none taken. But any, any disagreements? <laughs> I mean, top five is definitely a lot higher. Than where he's being drafted right now, he's outside of the top ten. Maybe I mean, right. I have a like I have a bet. <coughs> yeah, I mean injuries, injury, injuries, that's, injury. That's where it's at. But I'm always going to be a guy hopeful that injuries aren't going to be a problem. But with this guy, it has always been a factor for him going I have, back to college. I have a bet. I'm going to propose to you when I get to my next team. Alexander Madison is getting some uh, <laughs> BYU, baby. Hey, no, Boise State. I apologize. A little bit of hype. That's all I'm saying. You watch a little bit. Hey, too that's all I'm saying. No, I ain't. Injury's injury at the same He's time. He's the new Latavius Murray. Hey, oh, big, I like that. Big shoes to fill. Uh, I say size 10 and a half. Fucking guy named David. <laughs> All right, so uh, with that being said, it's on to Peeler now. Peeler, who do you got? The Packers, right? Yeah. I do have the Packers, Zach's Locked favorite team. <laughs> you just said. We're heavy we're NFC North, huh? I can't do it. I tried to, I tried to like do the teams like NFC North, AFC North, like together, and then Mr. came along, and he was like, I'll do the Dolphins and the Rams. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but we had four, so we yeah. actually did it that way. You didn't give me any direction, yeah, I so I just, you know, went for it. If I would have known Mr. was coming before we started the show, exactly, I could have just done one team each, and we would just would have. That's what we do. Man. We do things on the fly. I just looked at Brandon so, and fuck you. I just looked at Brandon <laughs> yeah, and had to do the Rams. To to Rich Eisen. <laughs> I looked at Brandon. I seen his hat. I was like, I have to do the Rams. <laughs> All right, so the Packers—they were six nine and one last year. Just a bad overall season in my eyes. Kind of seemed just like a dumpster fire from the start. Or no. Yeah, from the start. It was just the whole Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy thing. 
they didn't have really a running back until the last half of the season and Aaron Jones. It was He was suspended for PEDs. Yeah. So I don't know. Fucking cheaters. Speaking of Mike McCarthy, he was canned like literally hours after the week thirteen game. After starting the season four seven and maybe one. minutes after the game. Yeah, probably probably right when the whistle blew. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he had a very decent year, I think, in Aaron Rodgers standards. I think overall quarterback wise, like he had a he had a good year, but like to his standards, is he top average. three? Yes. Like now, is he now, going to right? be top three? Uh, yes. I'm gonna say no. yes, but no because he's on your team. You, yes or no, Peter? No. All right. So getting into that, my sure thing is Devontae Adams. Obviously, okay. I don't um, disagree. Guy's an absolute touchdown machine with Rodgers the past three years. 2016, he had 12 tugs. 2017, he had 10, and that was the year Aaron Rodgers was injured. He still had 10. And then last year, he had 13, which was his career high. I think he has another great season, being consistent as a top-five receiver. If not, I mean, per the rankings, he was the number-one fantasy receiver. Um, He had 111 receptions, 1,400 yards, 13 touchdowns. He's going to get it done. He's going to be consistent. Yeah, dude can play. Here's a crazy yeah. stat. Crazy stat I found. <clears throat> if you took Adam Devonte Adams' worst fantasy game from last year, so the week he scored the least amount of points, and you put those stats into a full 16 game season, he still would have finished the wide receiver one. What was what was that low score? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I didn't look that's that. I didn't look that good, deep though. into it, but I was like, holy shit, that's nuts. That's a crazy stat. His worst game, all 16 games, he's still wide receiver one in fantasy. Yeah, no, and that, I mean, it's... What do you mean, like, if he did that every single game? Yeah, yeah. like, if you took his lowest point... So he's consistent. Yeah, exactly. Consistently yeah. good. Consistent, consistently a beast. But also, he's drafted as the number one or number two receiver oh, yeah, in absolutely. every league. So. Yeah, I agree. Mister, you got anything? Worst week was 16 points. Even. <laughs> 16 wow. even. On the so, dot? Yeah, six catches, 67 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, wow. we'll do that every game. Oops. That's so that's and who has him? Jet does. Him and Julio Jones. Yeah, that's scary. And then nobody else. Nice Travis Kelsey. All right, so my fatem is going to be Jimmy Graham. Um, Zach said in the previous episode, this guy's—he's just getting old. The clock's ticking, and he doesn't have that wow factor to me like he did when he was in Seattle. Um, I think he is what you get. You know, he's just a big target. Yeah, New Orleans. I mean, my bad. He's nothing. Yeah, I, I think tight ends are slim in fantasy, so I understand he's going to be a starter, and he'll be a starter pretty much every league. Yeah, Rodgers has never been a guy that hounds targets to his tight ends. Oh, so that, exactly. yeah. Literally. Mark, Mark, Mark Andrews or, or uh, Jimmy Graham? I'll go Mark Andrews. I'll go Mark Andrews, too. Okay. Who's Mark Andrews' quarterback? Lamar Jackson, but that's <laughs> oh, okay. also one of the only okay. guys he has to throw to him. So. Okay. Back Think to Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Zach, you nailed it on the head. I was just going to say, Aaron Rodgers never uses tight end like that. He has other weapons that he gets to throw the ball to, a.k.a. Devontae Adams. Um, he averaged like 6.4 points per game last year. He only had two touchdowns. That's like his career low. Um, I don't. Obviously, I think he'll get more than two touchdowns this year, but I don't see him going over. Like he had that seven. like broken hand or something like that. I don't know. I had Jimmy Graham he played on my every team game last year. Oh, <coughs> I had Jimmy Graham and I won the championship. Just a heads up. <laughs> yeah. So those. That's my fatem. I mean, obviously, he in some leagues, if you don't go prioritize prioritize a tight end in the middle of the draft, you might get stuck with a guy like Jimmy Graham. So. I want. I wanted to talk about the tight end thing because you guys harp on how tight ends are, are a very crucial part to a championship winning team. I had Jimmy Graham and Evan Ingram. 
I'm well, just Evan Ingram. I think is going to be a top. No, no, no. I'm talking about last year. Though. Yeah, but the year before, year. Justin won here. Travis Kelsey, number one tight end. No, I agree. I don't don't get me wrong, but he's a top three guy, and he's literally a wide receiver number one. Agreed. Putting a wide receiver number one. I, numbers. Think, I think, and there's three of them out there. Yeah, what, I think him, what you're saying Kittle, is and um. Ertz. Ertz. You think what you're saying is you got to get either top three or shoot super low yes. and stack the rest of your team. Yes. And stream, yes. Yeah, and stream those guys. I mean, I, I always like So you're saying, like, don't take a guy like. you Would Would you rather have, like, a Jimmy Graham and pass on a Hunter Henry or OJ Howard to yeah, get but someone the, else? But my thing is, I wouldn't take Hunter Henry and I would take, like, a Mike Williams or a, you know, a, a, a running back depth, somebody like um, Kalen Balaj. Okay. And, and then wait and get a guy like Jimmy Graham. Because right, that's gonna help right, 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 right. Okay. I mean, and I mean, that's just a sidebar. That, that's I mean, just a way in exchange for that. I feel like if you don't have a strong tight end, you have to have a strong flex. Yes, yes. and a strong quarterback. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. I have both. Thank you just don't want to. I mean, there's three guys. If you're in a snake draft, there's three guys that you really you you go as early as maybe three um, or second. Second, third, right now round. in uh, snake drafts, Ertz and Kittle are going. Kittle, sorry, going back to back in the fourth round. Okay, yeah, no, that's, that's Kelsey going. Go. Does Kelsey sneak into second rounds at yeah, all? He's always in the second round okay. in snake drafts, and that's some wide receiver number one exactly. type of positioning you in a draft. Keenan Allen for that same price, yeah, or 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 all that because well, I mean, yeah, Travis Kelsey broke the record for yards by a tight end last year, held it for an hour, and then George Kittle broke the record <laughs> for receiving yards by a tight end. George Kittle, huh? How about As that? you can tell, I think the podcast favorite position is tight end. Big tight end guy. <laughs> it's a, a tight, tight end. It's a tight end podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, so we're Peeler. all slow white guys. <laughs> we like tight end. We always get caught up in the tight end. So Peeler, give me the heat. All right, my give me the heat is Aaron Jones. I think uh-huh. the guy is an absolute stud. I think last year, well, he's got three of the best offensive linemen in football blocking for him. Tackles David, I don't even know how to say it. There you go, I'm not even going to try it. <clears throat> Brian Belaga and then the center, Corey Lindsay. I think those guys are three of the best offensive those linemen are, uh, in football. If, I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, they all made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, they're all months. Pro Bowlers, exactly. And they still suck. So last year... I mean, like Zach said, Aaron Jones was suspended. He came back, and weeks, I have a little stat breakdown for weeks 10 through 14. Week 10, 32.2 points. Week 11, 27.3. Week 12, 18.3. 13, 15.2. Week 14, 19.6. Six rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown. I think he's going to be an Peeler absolute with the dog. Stats. <laughs> I think he's going to be an absolute dog. And I'm going out on the limb here, but Aaron Jones is going to be a top five fantasy running back this year. Oh wow! You know, as much we as got a lot of me, top five predictions. Yeah. <laughs> Who did you say? So that was my bet. That was my that was my bet to BP. Someone had another top five. Oh, running I had back. two. I had Dalvin Cook is going to be a top my five. bet. That's a bet. My bet to BP is Aaron Jones has a better scores more fantasy points than Dalvin Cook. Run I have it. to take it. I have it. To, legally, Run I have it. To that's take two. Five. There's two what, takers. What's the wager? Need your Tony Wiley. We'll, we'll talk. Wa- we'll talk, we'll talk wager outside the outside the pod. Fuck it. I, I physically it. cannot not take that back. Yeah, no, I'll take that. that that's my, that's, that's good. First, like we'll, legit podcast bet. That is. <laughs> what, what do you want to bet? Let, fuck it. Let's just do it on the podcast. Do you want to? Do you want it to be? You gotta give me your dog. Do you want it to be money or do you want to do the? <laughs> give me let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do next year's fantasy buy-in. Oh shit! Free fantasy year. Free fantasy year, Aaron Jones versus Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Ooh. Oh, he wants concerned. it. He wants to take Run it. it. Fuck it. Bet is good. Bet good. Uh, $125 buy-in bet. 
God damn, that sucks. Cue other sound. <laughs> um, that's a. I like it. I like that's a fair bet. Uh, to to kind of, I guess, calm it down. Right. My my thing with the Packers is uh, I think you touched on it um, a little bit with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is on his LeBron James fuck you year. Um, he is going to be. He's I think be the number one I, back or uh, quarterback. I personally football. think this McCarthy thing got old. Like I said about Adam Gase with the Dolphins, I feel like it just got old. Yeah, McCarthy, it's time to go. He's a winner. He has a Super Bowl, correct? I mean, comparing him to LeBron a little bit, he sh- he shipped his head coach out of town. Now he runs the mu- the fucking team. I really don't think Matt Lafleur has a lot of power over Aaron Rodgers. I think all yeah, that, but that's not good for a football team. Yeah, no, football I don't care. Let's see how it runs. Let's let's see how it goes. I really I think, think I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be great. This no, year. I I totally agree with you, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be that's tough. An animal as well. I think, I think he's going to be an MVP candidate half again for the third year in a row. But Ooh. I think Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers Give me the are going to have a great relationship. That's just that's just my opinion. Bears though. in Chicago. Though. No, we never do. <laughs> All right, does that, do you, Mister? Do you have anything on that, Aaron Jones? Um, I think it's absolutely silly, but I mean, I don't expect anything less from you, Peter. <laughs> uh, one thing I will add on that is Matt Lafleur is a Sean McVay guy, and Sean McVay has a pretty good running back in his system. So if the systems are alike, Aaron Jones will have the opportunity. So I guess I'll drink to that. Oh wow! I like the little shout out to the segment. I'll drink to that too. <laughs> I think we'll all drink to that, except Mister. So Mister. Yes, sir. Give us your breakdown on the Los Angeles Los Rams. Los Angeles Rams. Okay. The second Se- team in LA. Second year in LA. <clears throat> second team in LA. I like it. I like it. Um I don't know. I mean we'll see. It's hard to stay consistent in this league. I mean it you could literally count the consistent teams on, on one hand and, and when you get to the your pinky and your, your ring finger, I mean it's a toss-up. Like what? The Seahawks? Yeah. Steelers. I mean, Steelers. Ravens. Ravens. Pats. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, the list goes on. I mean, the Pats are cemented in the playoffs each year. I mean, as long as that dynamic duo is still at the helms. Trio, because i got to give Robert Kraft some credit. You know what I mean? He knows what he's doing. He loves a good rubbing. Yeah, yeah, he does. But what you're saying is the NFC is so damn good this year. And you can't discount the, the, the division. I mean, the division has always been solid, even when they were the majority of the teams were losing teams. For example, like when I mean, the Seahawks had what Matt Hasselbeck on his down years. Uh, the Cardinals were between Cobb and Carson Palmer. You know what I mean? I so, get what you're saying, and but I I'm such a believer in Sean McVay. I think the Rams. I, are here I, to I do too. I do too, and they do have a solid defense. And I mean, they, do. they, they got that very, one guy. What's his name? Uh, Aaron. Aaron, uh, he's, he's the best football player in, in the league right now. And, that's and that's, off, that's offense and defense. That's, that's, that's offense and defense. Aaron Donald, I know that. Offense <laughs> and defense, he's the best NFL player currently. He's going to go for the uh, yeah. Triple Crown this year. Yeah, yeah he is. Uh, he is. And, um, I mean, they got a very good all-around team, but I think, I don't know, you got some young boys out in Arizona that's ready to take it to them. I think the Seahawks are... With with um th- that dynamic duo down there in Seattle, I don't think you can ever count them out. And you got the forty nine. And you got the forty niners. And the forty niners are the biggest what wild card in the in the league at the moment. I don't know the forty nine. Garoppolo, if you look at the statistics, he didn't play bad. And he has George no. Kittle. Yeah, no, I think he has a, a ton of weapons. 
he they're running back. I mean, at the four games that he played at the end of the year. No, I, he was hurt I wanted to. Last I wanted to. Oh, well, two years ago. I, I think. I think Schottenheimer. I, I think that, that's his Shanahan. Shanahan, Shanahan. Excuse me. Huh. I, I I feel like he has his guys now. I feel like it I took him a Kyle few Shanahan. years to get his guys, and he has his guys. He has Tevin Coleman, who he worked with for Matt what Breda, a majority Jet of his Matt. three years, majority of his yeah. career, I guess you could say. Yeah. And I mean, he's an offensive guru. Dude. Yeah, but I mean, back to the Rams. I feel like the Rams. I mean, what they finished thirteen and three. They lose to the Saints. They lose back to back games. What week sixteen and seventeen? I mean, and that's when they're they're. Um, that's when Gurley. When Gurley, yeah, exactly. When, when when their running back went mm-hmm. down with an unknown injury that was never ever specified. Right, and they didn't play everybody. It, exactly, exactly. So right, I mean, so that was who's bound your to solid happen. guy with the Rams? Solid guy. I I got Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup is is the best receiver on that team, in, in my opinion. I think um, he he had an unfortunate injury, but I think the torn ACL, similar to the Achilles injury, I feel like we have we've come so far along as the as a um, as yeah. a society. I think significant injuries like that are really like yeah. It depends Modern on the athlete. I think it de- I, I think it depends on the athlete, and I think Cooper Cup's one of those athletes. That'll overcome that that significant injury. Don't you feel like that's one of the most like terrified? Like that's the wor- one of the worst injuries you you see on TV. Yeah, it comes out. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Similar to the Achilles. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, it's non-contact. That's the worst kind, and yeah. that's kind of what Cooper Cup. Did I would was. argue that the Achilles is on top of the ACL tear now. I think so too. I agree. Because I'm a firm believer. For some reason, Achilles it's new, right? Across? It's yeah. new. You don't really feel like you talked about Achilles tears back like, in the day. I think, bro. I feel like I see. I'm different. I feel like it. The Achilles, that injury came from a name back, like way back in the day. No, so, I agree. It's like a myth legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's his, like yeah. yeah. His mom Achilles. dipped him. His mom dipped <laughs> him. <Achilles>. In the, <laughs> his mom dipped him in a fountain by by his heel, and, and she left his heel outside the water, so his whole body was protected. Besides his heel, which ended well, up whatever you, there's a fun fact. It, it got in. cut in the movie. <laughs> Brad Pitt died. Yeah. But whatever anyway, you anyway, in, Cooper Cup. Is. Cooper Cup's my guy. I think, I think he's a top ten wide receiver. I really do. I don't see why not. Yeah, Honestly, well, he's big. He's fast. He's open, <laughs> which is all the time. Which is number one in the wide receiver's repertoire is to get open, regardless how fast, big, fast, strong you are. You know, as long as yeah. you're open. Last you're season, I had a bold prediction. Bold prediction that mm-hmm. he was going to be top fifteen. And then he got hurt. So he was pacing that, though. He was the wide receiver, too, before he got hurt. Yeah. Yes, and sir. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So, I mean, like I said. Cooper, Who are you fading? Fading. Uh, well, with that said, I, I think my theme, I usually go with, like, um, I think if I'm talking about a position, I feel like it affects somebody in that same position, similar to uh, Keelan Balazs and uh, Kenyon Drake. So I'd have to go with Robert Woods. I think Robert Woods, I think – a lot of his production picked up after Cooper Cup's injury. I feel like, and then don't even get me wrong. I feel like that's just Sean McVay though. I think Sean McVay just needed to find a guy, and Robert Woods was always open. He, yeah, I agree. But I just think when Cooper Cup comes back, that that's gonna take away from what he had ninety catches, ninety catches and like eleven touchdowns or ten touchdowns or something like that. I feel like Cooper Cup's gonna take away at least thirty of those. Yeah, catches. and a fun stat with Robert Woods is uh, he was tied, I think, with seventh in the league last year with. Plays of 20-plus or more yardage. Okay. So if you add Cooper Cup to the mix, and the variable of big plays can never seems to never really be right. reciprocated except right. by the special guys. Right. So I can see what you're saying there. Right. Also, I mean, I mean, I, I guess I could throw Brandon Cooks in there too. Right. Yeah. I, I just, like I said, I think Cooper Cup's just a bigger target. 
He fits that offense better. I, that's just me. I don't know if the little receiver thing is... The Rams are such a scheming offense to me. I feel exactly. like it's just whoever McVay game plans to make great that day. And I think it's he's going to pass more with knowing his his running back's going to take a um, lighter load. Uh, Daryl Henderson's yet to be proven in this league, so I think he's going to pass the ball a little bit more. I think the... they have to pass more because they did lose LaMarcus Joyner on that back end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they have Eric Weddle, who's still a solid player, but I, I bet you the Rams old. give up a little more points than they did last year. I agree. Which causes more And the, And honestly, they gave up a lot of points last year, which brings me to think that I don't... 13-3 is hard to repeat. Yes. That's but, all I'm saying. Which also means the Rams got to score to win games. Uh, got to yeah. score a lot more. Yeah, I don't I think the Rams are going to... Like you said, I don't think they're going to repeat the 13-3 and season because I think they know they can they can lose a couple more games and maybe not play as many guys and mm-hmm. still make the playoffs. I, I, I agree. The Rams are going to be really good this year. They have talent. <laughs> they're so the biased. No, they're they so have, biased, though. I mean, they're so talented at all the positions. And the reason why a Cooper Cup is, is a solid guy versus Robert Woods is nothing to do with talent. It has See, to and the thing with, with me is, I, I honestly think their coach-quarterback relationship makes them a better team than they are. I feel like a lot of teams have a lot of guys at positions, like i.e. the Ravens, for example. or I think they have better defenders than Jared the Rams. Jared Goff takes that step this year. Yeah, I think Jared Goff is going to be the re- like How the Rams do this year I think he took a step last year. I think he took a step last year. All right, mister. Give us the heat with the Rams. The heat? Uh, just the entire Rams. I think they're a ten and six team, nine and nine and eight, or nine, nine and seven. Nine. Excuse me. I, I just the entire the entire team, uh, and I'm not just saying that because we have the biggest Rams fan I know here. That's just was always my honest opinion. I think the Todd Gurley thing is more significant than people think, and I know we're going to probably get into this later. But I think that affects Zeke's signing. I feel like they want to sign Zeke to a long term, and I'm not just saying that because he's on my fantasy team. I really think that affects it. I think. They paid, made him the highest paid running back of all time, and I mean they're paying for it. That and the Steelers. I mean they didn't and, pay Le'Veon right, Bell, and, and they still and, won the same. I, and, and I think he's going to get something in between there. Right. I think he would have went higher, but the arthritis and the injury, I think, affected that. I think. Agreed. I think if the I think if the arthritis thing never came out, I think Zeke is signed to the highest deal in the league at the moment for running. I think I like that take. Yeah. I like that take. I, I, I think that affects it a lot. I yeah. think that's why he's not signed yet. I think he's going to be signed before the season, but, I mean, back to the Rams, I think they're going to take a hit. I think the team, they, it's like, for example, basketball. I know it's not the same sport, but it's like when the Warriors got injured. Uh, Toronto seen red. And right. I, I feel as though the league sees red now. Like, oh, they represented the NFC, didn't put up a touchdown in the Super Bowl. We could get these guys. Are right. the Rams to be the Warriors of the NFL? No. 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 They won the championship. They won the championship. The Rams are being slept on this year. I agree. It's very is much that. I agree. Slept on? Oh, easily. They're talking the the Eagles are like... The Eagles, honestly, that's the truth. Because all you hear nowadays about the NFC is the Eagles, the Packers... Because they have Aaron Rodgers, obviously. And I the Cowboys. The, even the Cowboys get more hype than the Rams, right. obviously. Bro, I think the Eagles are going to be ass. <coughs> I think with the Eagles, what you're seeing is is they paid everybody else except that running back position. Yes. Too, which, and that's scary. But I think that's why they do the committee thing. Yeah, and but, I think what you're going to start seeing with running back contracts, and I'm just going out on a limb here, you're going to see shorter years but guaranteed money. money. Guaranteed, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I'm that's super, all they want is the guaranteed money. I agree. But, but yeah. that's why I think... 
I don't know. I think football should change almost to guarantee money. Well, not you can't. I think so, injuries, I, I think so too, just because of injuries. Though. Yeah, but yeah, that's a, that's. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, those are your to, those are your pawns out there on the field as owners, and I mean, you might as well take care of them for life if they're putting their bodies on the line. All right, moving on. Brands are good, but yeah, yeah back. I want to say, but other than that, yeah, I, like I said, that's my wrap up with the Rams. I, I think wanna, they're good, but I mean, a we'll see. I have one more question to your Rams. Do you think the Rams? Could possibly lose that division? No. Oh, mm. to the Seahawks. You maybe? know what? You Niners? know what? I'm going to go out on a limb, and it depends on how DK Metcalf plays for the Seahawks. All right. Okay. This, this was your hot take, though. It this, was. This was your hot right. take. So you better say they missed the playoffs. Right. No, no, no. No, he doesn't. No, say they're that. a playoff just, team. I just think they're not as superior as most people might think. I'm I trying think to bait them in. They're not getting a first round bye. Okay, look at look at it like this. All I'm saying is that. Be honest. I'm trying to bait you. Okay. Let's let, bait <laughs> me then. I think. What what did the Falcons finish last season after they six lost the Super Bowl? Six and ten. Okay, six and ten. They missed wow. the playoffs. Who who'd they lose the they Super Bowl? They missed the playoffs. I mean, Tom the New Brady. England Patriots. And who'd the Rams lose the Super Bowl to? The New England Tom Patriots. Brady. And, but Atlanta had a way better showing. So if they finish six and ten with a way better showing against that team, <laughs> I think six and ten. So he's saying the Rams it are going to go six right. and ten. He's saying the connecting of dots. He's saying Rams are going four <laughs> and twelve. It can six and ten. So we'll start with six and ten. There we go. There's the heat. Fuck that. Six and ten. Right. Fuck. Fuck nine and seven now. Let's let's bring it down. All right. So I think that wraps up the give me the heat segment. That was awesome. I think we covered a lot of information, a lot of different players, a lot about teams in general. So if you just want NFL insight, that was great insight from the fantasy film room. So now, (laughs) not even. So now we're going to get into our second segment. It's called Ask the Champ. We are joined here by the champ. Say that one more time. Last year's league, Mr. Welcome, Welcome to the show. Give us who is Mister. How? Give us a breakdown of last year, champ. Champ. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Uh, I mean, it. <laughs> sitting here, looking around the room, and, and just knowing that I have more championships than half the room. I mean, uh, you know what? And There's only four of us. So. I I felt like that even on draft night. Draft night. Yeah. Was did I drink before I came? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> did did I attack the draft how I wanted to attack it? Yes, I did. You did. I mean, w- without a doubt. I mean, it's the best feeling in the world to win, uh, hold the trophy high, and and the way I did it was so unconventional. And <laughs> and the person I beat didn't want to talk to me for a little while, which I loved even more. Because I mean, I got love for everybody in the league. I I really do. But but just knowing that I made somebody feel that way. And I affected their their day days uh with an S. I feel like I affected their days, and they thought about me. Made it so much sweeter. And, and I mean, I'm the reigning champ, and it is, I mean, bring that shit on. Describe, so, so your team. Describe your team last year. Did you just barely squeak in the playoffs, or were you, were you no, good no, 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 no? Oh, uh, what? I lost four games. I think I lost twice to Jared, which was. Which was amazing to me. I think you were uh, the two seed, right? Yeah, I was a two seed. Um, I coasted for the first couple rounds. I played your brother. I played Justin. Um, the uh, what's the round before this championship? Semis. And he took me there. He really did. But you know what? You know what's crazy about that game is that I had Mike Williams. Mike Williams went and for Mike like Williams forty five points. And they, who did they play? The, the Chiefs. Chiefs. The Chiefs. Oh wow! We were watching together. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is that after that, I had I had a, a was game. Thursday night football. You had I had Justin a game Jackson that night. I, had, I coached the game that night, and and I kept up with the Chargers game because it was a little bit. They started a little bit before my actual game, 
So, I mean, I seen Justin Jackson score once, so I was like, okay, we got the ball rolling. I was down about 16 points, I believe, but I had Justin Jackson and Mike Williams, so I figured out a win. But I think I only won by like 18 or like 25 or something No, like because that. Mike Williams went <laughs> on like 45 that game. Yeah, I know, but he had, what, Travis Kelsey? Yeah, oh, that's right. Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey had like Kelsey two, had two, two touchdowns, touchdowns that yeah. game. So, I mean... I remember watching that game specifically. Yeah, with and it's crazy because I, I, I didn't even know I played Mike Williams. Honest to God truth, I, I literally, uh, after my game was over, I go immediately to my app and I'm like, I know I just, somebody keeps updating me during the game like about Mike Williams because I take fantasy serious, so I always have my guys just who's not playing in the game just hold my phone and just update me on what's going I on. I love it. That's how you be dedicated. Exactly, and that's how you win championships. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. Um, Justin Jackson put up about 23, 27 points, something like that. And then Mike Williams went off for almost 40 points. All right, no, so uh, my question for you is going to be, Champ. I mean, you killed it on the waiver wire last I did. year. I so did. So what is your kind of your – do you look weeks in ahead in your fantasy, your waiver wire, or you say give me the guy? Okay, this, this is the thing is I, I when my initial draft process – I, I get my guy. Like Brandon said, what what was that, your first podcast? Get your guy. Right. And, and I did that with Ezekiel Elliott. And then um, I did take pages out of other people's books, obviously. Brandon was heavy on running backs. And as you guys know, I'm heavy on wide receivers. I always have like Keenan Allen, A.J. Green, or something sort of the com- combination. Right. Um, I was like, and I, and I keep making the playoffs, but I lose. And, and I was seeing why, why, why was I losing? You know what I mean? I'd make it first round, get eliminated second round, and I'd end up in the loser's bracket every year. And I was just wondering why. And I'd look at the teams. For example, Brandon. I mean, he is a great, great fantasy football player. Um, and then he, he, he mentioned <laughs> running backs to me because we would always – he mentioned our secret private meetings, which should have stayed private, but it's fine. Um, and he would discuss about his strategy with your running backs. I'm like, okay, let's do it then. Let me get three good running backs. So what I had Zeke, I had James White, and um, you had Elijah McGuire. I had Elijah McGuire for a little while, but I forgot who my number you had two Justin was. Jackson. I did, and, and that's the thing. I'm not a big trade guy. If you guys go through my history, I've never made one trade. If you go through my fantasy history, I've never Boy, made yeah. one trade. And we then, and you talk about trades every single year, though. I know, and, and I send them. Don't get me wrong. I send trades, but I send like my trades are so obscene that I know nine times out of ten, nine point nine times out of ten, they're going to get denied. I'll give you some bench guys, and I want your number two wide receiver. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I'm a big waiver wire guy, and I think that at the, at the end of the day, that's how I won my championship. I had, th- I had what, three Jet players? I had, had Robbie Anderson, Elijah I had Robbie McGuire. Anderson and Elijah McGuire. So and, you spend, and to, back to Zach's question, you spend your waiver wire bucks. Yes, we get $100. Because you go through them quick, too, Yeah, sometimes. no hesitation. And then, I mean, by the end of the year – this is my strategy. I, I blow it early because I want to. I might grab that guy, like Tyler Boyd, for example. Yeah. AJ Green went down. I grab Tyler Boyd. He goes for twenty three plus points, like three weeks a in a row. Almost, yeah. in, in a row. And you didn't have him, but Philip Lindsay was that guy last year. Yeah, and, and, and you know what's crazy is I had Philip Lindsay. Austin dropped him. I picked him up. I dropped him immediately. Someone picks him up and trades him to Justin. I don't know uh, exactly. Austin. Austin re Oh, wow. Him okay. Okay, then that's what happened. Because Austin kept yeah, him for a week. That's what happened. Weeks. Yeah, because I had Philip Lindsay for a little while. But anyway, long story short, I don't I do not do many trades. I'm a waiver wire guy, and, and that's ultimately how I won. I yeah, had Nick Foles. The, the, I mean, I'm not a champ, so this isn't my segment. But being a waiver wire guy at early in the year, a right. lot of times that's when you get to see the teams right. like, reveal their right, schemes right, right. and reveal their things. Right. So, 
towards the end of the year, the only guys you're really picking up are guys that fill in for guys that are injured. Exactly, so. exactly. Like, I mean, you could take Elijah McGuire, like Nick Foles at the end of the year. He almost had, what, 400, 400 passing yards with four touchdowns? Yeah. He went off. In the championship game. This was my championship game, so it was just, it was, it was I mean, waiver wire is my number one thing as a fantasy champion. I think waiver wire is the most crucial part to a championship team. All right, you heard it here first, folks. Go draft or go get your waiver wire pickups and don't trade. You'll win a championship, right? Hey, so I mean, let's, Zach, let's talk. I mean, sorry, Zach. Um, Mister, let's talk about your team this year. Who? Uh, champ. Okay, sorry, go champ. on, go on. Uh, one time champ. Um, most recent. Stay at one time. Most sure. recent. Most your recent. Team this year. Most recent. Nikhil Harry is your number one uh, wide receiver on your team. Uh, what do you think uh, no, he's about not. That? No, he isn't. Okay, so w- what are your receivers? Let's give me your receivers. Uh, currently, my starting lineup is Drew Brees, Ezekiel Elliott, who's who I am fully aware that he is without a contract and not at training camp. Um, I have Emmanuel Sanders, who's coming off an Achilles injury at thirty-something years old. But like I mentioned, modern medicine earlier. I mean, it's, it's up to the athlete. That's your number one guy. It's though. up to the athlete. Ty- Tyler Boyd's my number Tyler. one. Tyler Boyd is my number one. It's just I'm reading how I have it set up. But Tyler Boyd is my number one. And with A.J. Green out with who knows how long. And I've had A.J. Green on my team, and he's injury prone. And then, I mean, Tyler Eifert's back. So, I mean, that's going to open up some space for Tyler Boyd. A guy you Boyd. skipped, uh, and I don't know how you skipped him, is Saquon Barkley. That's all oh, yeah, that. excuse me. Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley, two top, arguably top three running backs. Um, Emmanuel Sanders who had a Julian Edelman-like year. They both missed four games, equivocally, and and they both had similar numbers. Slept on, too. Yeah, and I I mean, and and everyone's hype on Julian Edelman as being a, a, what, a low-end number one receiver, uh, high-end two. Do you think that's because of the quarterbacks, though? Tom Brady and Joe Flacco's kind of Yeah, no, I agree, and I agree. And I figured that that point would be brought up, but, I mean, look at Emmanuel Sanders' quarterbacks in the past. And he's arguably been the number one receiver in, in Denver with Demarius Thomas, who is perceivably what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even top fifteen wide receiver. Manning, la- before last year, he was a top fifteen receiver. What three, four years in a row? Yeah, even when Peyton Manning was trash, uh, he was still pretty good for him. So that one, man. So anyway, yeah, I have him. And he's then, not a bad number two guy if he's your number two. But I mean, right, right, right. And then my tight ends are between uh, Jordan Reed, Jordan Reed, and. Um, and Greg Olson. And, I mean, they're both projected in the top 15. So, I mean. So, you think this? you're happy with your team right now? I am. I'm very satisfied. And then we go to my flex, which I said flex is a very important position, which is C.J. Anderson. And, and and with fantasy, it's it's a what it's a what have you done for me lately league. Am I, am I right? Yes. So, I mean, who's who had a better last two weeks fantasy-wise than C.J. Anderson? And even into the playoffs. Yeah, I understand the Rams didn't sign him back, but I mean, he obviously has the potential. And like, I mean, this table, this round table that we're sitting at in this podcast have been up and down on Kerryon Johnson. Am I correct? Very no, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, waiting in the waiting in the wings is someone who's a potential thousand yard runner with what five plus touchdowns. Okay, I want to piggyback that because that okay. that leads in directly into my question. Okay, because you said the this the round table right here, right. What are your thoughts on our rankings, and how would what were your twelve to one rankings? See the the rankings. The, the rankings right. are tricky 
because I mean it's it's all bias because I spoke with Brandon off off scene and I mean not to throw him under the bus he felt like your team should have been a lot lower and and going into it I mean Brandon expressed that on the pod I think though yeah I mean going further I, I feel like it's obviously biased because I mean if you had a different three people sitting here in our league their teams are obviously going to yeah. be in the top five. Obviously, it's it's a given. So yeah. as soon as I read the header for last week's and you guys went over the rankings, I, I texted Dom. I have it screenshotted that I told Dom, I guarantee you all three of their teams are in the top five. And and and, 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 and without a doubt, if it was me, Adam, and Austin sitting here, guess whose teams are in the top five? <laughs> me, Adam, and Austin's. And, and don't get me wrong. So, some of you guys, I, I think, belong in the top five. But, I mean, well, there's... I think you and Jared have a very solid team. Would I put you guys at one and two? I mean, I'll have to go more in depth about like you know, you got to look at strength of schedule. So I mean, that that plays a that plays. We didn't a look big, into that at all. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Ooh, strength of schedule. That's a tough. one. That's what I'm saying. So I yeah. mean, at the same time, it's hard to like because you know, based off your rankings, me and Zach are in the toughest division. Yeah. Based off the rankings, we have the best division. I'm in that division. Oh yeah, too. See, that's what I'm and Jared. See, that's what I'm saying. And, and, and so we have. And I know I rank so low because Ezekiel Elliott hasn't got paid yet, and he's holding out. And if I don't have him, I have Tony Pollard as my only running back on my on my bench, besides C.J. Anderson, who I can move up to running back two and then put a flex in there. And, and I know Josh Gordon coming back hits Nikhil Harry hard. I, I do agree, but I, I feel like Emmanuel Sanders and Tyler Boyd are both borderline wide receiver ones. We're in the same boat, my friends. Right. Well, you have a. I feel like everyone thinks you have a little. But yeah, like I said, I I, I know I, I know mine was basically you guys. I mean, obviously you guys are gonna have bias towards my team because I did win the championship last year. But even last year's rankings, I was in the bottom three, and I won the it all. rankings. Obviously so the rankings, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, for all those listening, like the rankings, they they're fun to listen to, but. At the end of the day, they're all just opinion. You gonna tell us your secret this year? What uh, What are you gonna do this year? No, no, I, I I executed my draft exactly how I wanted to. I feel like it made a lot of people in our draft uncomfortable. So obviously, people are gonna laugh at me spending so much money on two top running backs. It's sixty that, points a week. Exactly, but you could say you could you could. This was my plan. This was honestly my plan. Get two top two running backs. I didn't know how much it was gonna cost me. Was it more costly than I imagined? Yeah, for for sure. Um. And and get a get a get a wide receiver one, and then you got to play from there. It's and definitely a team. I had C.J. Anderson written down in pin because he wasn't in the top one hundred fifty running or top hundred running. And backs. one thing I'll say about your team too is you do have Russell Wilson, who's shown the ability to be the number one overall quarterback. And you got him so cheap, right? Yeah. Which was huge, right? And that's the thing. Okay, mine was two top two running backs, which I did with Saquon Barkley and Zeke. Get a five a potential five thousand yard passer, and I have Drew Brees, who has. Numerous amount of weapons. I mean, each of you probably have a New Orleans Saints player on your team. I have Alvin Kamara. Uh, I mean, you have Jared Cook, and, and I'm sure you I guys... honestly, I honestly wanted to get Drew Brees, and then I started bidding on Deshaun Watson, and I was like, well, this is my guy. You're here now, right. And, yeah. and, 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 and like I said, I mean, uh, I used to go get your guy strategy, but I had two guys. Before, like, our private meeting, I bring it out to the light. I told Brandon I wanted to say Quan Barkley. Did I? Did I not? Yeah. And, and so No one's going to stop you, and you're going to... And no one's going to stop me from getting sick. And they didn't. And, and, and then my tight end position, like I said, is insignificant to me. So I did take Kyle Rudolph in hopes somebody didn't pick up Irv Smith Jr. That was my strategy, and no one did. So now he's out there. I'm, I'll put it out on the pod for people to know what my strategy is. I really, I'm not afraid 
I think I have the team that I wanted. So anyway, I think Ersmith Jr. is going to end up being the number one there. And yeah. me being a Vikings fan, I know who he is, but I agree a lot of other people probably would. Exactly. So I, I wasn't even worried. And then, like, I have a, a projected top five defense with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I have a top five projected kicker, which that at, in some games, two or three games, that, right. that shit matters. All right, mister, you're, uh, you're projecting yourself in the playoffs, and you're pretty happy with that, and that's okay. Let's uh, wrap it up. <laughs> All right, so I think that wraps up the Ask the Champ segment. Do you guys have anything else? No, I'm good. I think we covered a lot today. All right, well, let's let Mr. do the honors and close this out, Mr. Well, I mean, this is probably the last time this season you're going to hear me talk like this, but, I mean, I have the top two running backs in the league, in my opinion. I uh, have a 5,000-yard passer. Um, Jordan Reed and Greg Olson, I mean, are always consistent when they're not hurt. I mean... And and then CJ Anderson, that's a hot take. Get him on get him on your team. And you think the Rams suck. For all those people out there that don't you know, don't have that uh flex option, go ahead and get you CJ Anderson late in the and late in the last couple Aaron rounds. Jones is a top five running back. Which is silly. You say Dalvin Cook's a top five running back. But anyway, I mean <laughs> I, I'm I'm a friend of the show, so I mean I, I hope I get to come on here more. Thanks I, for uh, coming on, man. We'll have yeah. you back. Maybe and a then, recurring uh, guest. Yeah. I our mean our first recurring guest, our first guest ever. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then we can go on and, you know, see where we go from there. Was I right about CJ Anderson and Drew Brees or was I not? And, so you're um, saying you want to come at the end of the year after fantasy's over and have a recap kind of hey, Come back whenever because I feel like I, I don't see too much competition. Ooh. If Zeke has a long if Zeke has gets his contract, which I predict he's gonna get in the next two weeks, I think uh I'll see whoever in the championship. For BP and Zach, if Zeke plays and Melvin Gordon plays, who has a better team out of me and Mr. Uh Peeler, just because I think it's more consistent on the wide receivers. And yeah, the guys, I agree, but. and I agree, and, and I wanted to say this too, like bench, you guys bring up bench, and I literally kept three or four guys on my bench, and they were all Jets players and another, like a third quarterback. Your bench so, don't play. At the right. End of the day, your, your bench, bench don't never play, plays. It gives so you I mean, options. I mean, but I mean, I, I don't I wonder. That's not that. that's not how I draft. <laughs> I don't I don't draft for options. I draft to I'm going to play week in and week out, and if. Zeke is out. I go into the waiver wire and I see who's going to catch at least five balls out the backfield. Sometimes, like guys like Justin have people on their bench though right. that end up playing all year for him, and they, right. he drafted them as bench, but he was just so good. And right, made that's them what I'm saying. Their, their and, and I never, I never draft for a bench. I, I never draft for bench. I draft rookie wide receivers and I draft uh, what potential running backs, honestly. But Ooh, like I said, uh, I'll see whoever in the championship. And At I, this point, I hope a lot of people are still listening. And uh, this was long. This was what hour and forty-five, hour forty, hour thirty-eight. Yeah, this one of our longest. But I think our, the feedback we've gotten. You're on Apple Music now. It's hey. official. You gotta be official. You nice know what I mean? Weekend episode. Yeah. Yeah. And we did it without listening to Rich Eisen. <laughs> <laughs> so to our listeners, a heads up: we Who's are the now. That said that. Sorry. No, no. Hold up. We are now officially <laughs> on all platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're on it. So go, go like and go subscribe. Yeah, you can subscribe, you can leave comments, talk shit, whatever. Yeah, and care. we're just joking, the, those guys, Peeler's friends that said that we're literally just messing around. We do appreciate the feedback. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Gavin Brady, if you're listening, uh, BP thinks you're an absolute hack job. <laughs> and Mikey's a jerk off. You need to listen to Dan Patrick. Yeah, like, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, I mean, I'm still going to get the last word. I'll see you guys in the championship. All right. Peace.
All right. Later. <laughs> See you guys next week. Yer!